Welcome to the T5 Life Show. This is your host, Coleco Lubawanan, also known as TE5 Pharaoh. I am the owner and CEO of TE5 Gaming and TE5 Real Estate Group. Our mission here is to give you the know-hows in the gaming and the esports space, as well as the real estate and business space, and share my life along the way. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. What's going on, guys? I hope you're having a great day today, and we are going to share three very simple and practical ways that you can improve your sales ability today and close more deals, guys. Okay, No matter what industry you're in, if we're talking real estate and you're trying to put a house under contract, or if you're selling vacuum cleaners, cars, whatever the product may be, if you're trying to sell something, I'm going to give you very three very simple, easy ways that you can improve your sales game and close more deals today, okay? Things that are very easy to implement. Now, before I jump into this, I think it's important to know, you know, so many of us that are in business, specifically sales, if you're an entrepreneur, you know, you have to, you're have you going to have to learn how to sell things. Um, you know, we watch all these gurus online on YouTube and, you know, listen to them talk about the complexity of the sales process, the intro, the hooking, the closing, the qualifying, like there's a lot of steps and it can be very daunting to learn. Okay. And I say this because it comes from experience. You know, I'm somebody that, you know, as I was getting started in the real estate industry and trying to be a wholesaler, you know, I, I was literally trying to, to learn all these different ways to, you know, say a close or to, to make a certain sale pitch or, uh, you know, there, there's all these different types of pitches and, and closings. It, it, it's, it's very intimidating. It's intimidating. It's, it's hard to, you know, you, you feel like, you know, what you're trying to learn is, is, is there's so many steps to it. Um, and, and it can be, like I said, it can be a very daunting task. Okay. It, it was some, you know, I didn't really get, feel like I got that practical, like, what can I do? Just, just one thing that can help me improve my sales. You know, I mean, I get that there's so many ways to be a master salesman. Um, but it, it really takes time and a ton of experience. And there's so many of us that are trying to get into sales that just, you know, they don't have that experience yet. Um, and you know, we're trying to get success, you know, obviously everybody wants to get success as soon as they can. I mean, obviously we've got to be real about things. Um, you know, it's going to take time. You're going to have to put in a lot of work, a lot of repetitions and get a lot of experience before you get really good in sales. It's just like anything. Sales is a skill. You know, it's just like if you're trying to learn how to throw a football, you know, you're not going to be good at throwing the football if you're throwing it for the first time. But if you've thrown it over, you know, 50,000 times, then, hey, you're probably going to be pretty good at it. So um, let's jump into it, guys. So my first step, okay, first very easy practical step to improve your sales skills today is going to be radical transparency, guys. Um, when you're a new salesperson, and, and guys, as I talk about this stuff, I want you to understand that I'm speaking from experience. I'm speaking from somebody that uh, has started in sales, somebody who's had to grow in sales, who's made a lot of mistakes. And that's that's where I come up with these three easy things. And these are things that I was able to implement that immediately gave me some some results. Okay, it didn't make me into the sales master. Okay, that's not what this episode's about, but it did help me feel more confident when I went on sales appointments or if I was selling something. And it really just helped me feel more at ease. You know, confidence in, is so important in, in, in a sales meeting or when you're talking to a potential customer, guys, a client. 
Um, if you don't have confidence, man, these, you know, people can just smell it right off of you. I mean, literally, if, if you're timid, if you're stuttery you, and, and you really don't know what you're talking about, it's not very hard for somebody to sense that very quickly. So confidence is absolutely everything. So you want to put yourself in the best position where you can feel confident, even if you don't necessarily know all the steps in the sales cycle. Or, you know, if, if you've not done a ton of sales in a particular industry or selling a certain product, you know, if you have that confidence, it's going to take you a long way. So let me, you know, you know radical transparency is the first step to helping you gain that confidence, guys. Um, you know, so many folks, when you're just getting started in selling, you're so caught up in getting that first deal or that first sale that, you're literally like you, you'll hear yourself like twisting the truth or, you know, the way something really works. But, you are you know, you kind of don't really tell the full truth of it. You kind of just, you know, you, you, you word it in a way to where it sounds more or you think it sounds more attractive to the customer or the homeowner in the real estate case or whatever, whoever the case is that you're trying to sell. And, and you're twisting things because you're so caught up in you know, not losing a deal. And guys, I, I can't tell you more times than not, you know, sellers or a homeowner seller or somebody that, you know, is looking at a product or a car, they can sense transparency. They can sense when you're being very honest and upfront with them and not trying to be Mr. Salesman. Okay. People hate Mr. Salesman. They hate the salesy, pushy guy. Okay, when you're not being radically transparent, you basically fall under the salesy, pushy guy, and and that tends to really push folks away because you know there's such a bad rep for that, especially in the car industry. If you're you know you're at a dealership, car salesman, you know people hate car salesmen because they're not they're not very truthful individuals. They tend to you know be as salesy as possible just because they want to close a deal so bad. Um, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to close a deal so bad. But at the end of the day, guys, um, you know, you, a lot of you new sales folks think that if you're if you're being 100 percent honest with customers, that that's going to lose sales. And, and let's let's be very frank, guys. There are some folks that just aren't meant to be your customer. OK, that's going to go into my third step about don't sell the unsellable. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But, you know, you, you have to understand that no matter you know, how salesy you think you're, you're going to be or how manipulative, let's use that word instead, because that's really when we're not being transparent, essentially, we're trying to manipulate, we're trying to manipulate with our words, and our phrases, our actions to make them think a certain way, when in reality, you know, they can tell when when somebody's being truthful with them and just being upfront and people that will build so much respect from them that literally that's not, I mean, you're not going to close every deal, but there will be a lot of cases where a customer will be so thankful that, you know, you are willing to tell them the real truth about this, this or this, that, you know, they'll be like, hey, well, I, I, I definitely want it. You know, uh, you, you definitely gave me the right vibe. I felt good about you. I've closed real estate deals because all I did was just be honest with them. I didn't lie about our price. I didn't, lie, you know, I didn't try to fluff it up and then try to, you know, back myself into a corner or something. 
Um, I told them exactly how our process works. I told them the reality of the situation when it, if, if we were going to uh, assign our deal to another investor, like I've done those things. And like at the end of the day, you know, you might be sweating and thinking, well, if they find this out, they're never going to do a deal with me. But that's that's not true, guys. People value the people that they're selling to and, and, to, and doing business with. OK. Folks want to know you. They want to be able to trust you. It builds rapport and being transparent with people about your product, about your service, about your process of how this transaction is going to work will take you a super long way. And it doesn't take a rocket science. You don't have to go buy a $5,000 course to be radically transparent. All you got to do is know your product, know your service, and just tell the folks the truth. That's it. Okay, don't lie about it and don't be afraid of losing the deal. Okay. And I know that's you know that, that that's kind of a hard thing to comprehend, especially when you're new in sales and you've not really had any success or very little success. But I promise you, if if the more afraid you are of losing the deal, the more deals you're gonna push away because you're gonna push customers away, you're gonna push clients away. So I implore you, just be radically transparent, be honest. Okay, be honest and be upfront. Okay, do not hide things. Do not manipulate things about your product or service, even if you think that this is going to cause them to walk away or not do the deal. Because at the end of the day, look, if the product or service is not right for them, it's not right for them. Okay, and, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how manipulative you are, they're not going to do it if they, if they don't want it. Okay, and if it is for them, then they're going to do it. You have to accept that. Okay, in sales. Uh, number two. Be willing to walk away. So this all kind of ties in together, these three simple steps, but it's still pretty important to break down each of them. So this kind of goes back into the radical transparency at the same time. Like, you know, when I'm telling like when I'm for real estate, for example, you know, when I'm going to a homeowner, and I want to buy their house. You know, I'm, I'm telling them, you know, we have to buy your house based on this criteria. OK, if they're wanting two hundred thousand bucks. But based on the you know investment criteria, ARV minus repairs, da 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 da, you know, and the most I can pay is a hundred thousand. I'm not going to tell them. Oh, well, I can maybe pay you like one ninety, and then you know just to get them under contract and you know not be transparent, and then try to go back later and tell them. Well, based on this, this, and this, I'm only going to be able to pay you a hundred. I just tell them straight up, like you know, I I can't pay you anywhere near what you're asking for. And that's unfortunate. That's not going to work for you. I completely understand. I, that's not going to hurt my feelings at all. We can just call it what it is. But I can pay you a hundred thousand, and, and I can pay you a hundred thousand because of X, Y, and Z. And I tell them the entire process. I don't hide anything about it. Um, and some folks, you know, end up, you know, you, you know, I go into it thinking, man, just <laughs> the moment I say this, they're probably going to be like, get the hell out my house, um, or something like that. But a lot of folks are like, well, I, I understand that. You know, if I do a good job explaining it, if I do a good job being transparent, building rapport, a lot of times, you know, you would think they're going to run me out the house. But in reality, they just they're like, well, I have to think about it, Coleco, or, you know, I just, you know, it's way lower than I want. But I completely understand what you're saying. And when they when you hear that coming from your customer or your potential, whoever you're trying to sell, that's a big deal. That means you've done a great job being transparent. Um, and at the same time, you know, being willing to walk away from the deal. The reason that's important is because it's not going to put you in the salesy mode. Okay. Trying to be that pushy sales guy, you know, to get the deal right away. You know, you, you want to be radically transparent about your product or your service. 
And if that's just, if that's not going to work for them, if, the, if it's just not a deal that can be done, if, it, if it's not somebody who's really sellable, which is going to be my third thing, you got to be okay with walking away. Okay. I know that's one of the hardest things for somebody who's new to kind of deal with, especially when you're trying to get success, you're trying to get those first deals coming. But um, the more, the more willing you are to walk away guys, and this may sound counterintuitive, but I promise you it's the truth the more deals you're going to get. Okay. You got to be willing to walk away from a deal. Okay. And, and it doesn't take, it doesn't take a $5,000 course to understand how to walk away from a deal. Okay. You, you tell them the truth about your product or service. And if it just, if it's not going to work, if they're completely out of, out of reason, it's, it's not for them. Okay. Well, thank you, Mr. Or Mrs. Seller. You know, we're definitely not going to be the right fit for you. I hope you, you know, wish you the best of luck and, you know, whoever you sell to or whatnot. So um, that's it, guys. That's it for number two. Number three, okay, don't sell the unsellable, okay? Um, sales, guys, is so much of a, a momentum game, okay? When you get leads coming in and your follow-up, it's so much about momentum. And the last thing you want is to be stuck trying to sell people that aren't right for your service or product, Okay. You know, there's so many people in sales, as I said, folks are so worried about saving certain deals that, you know, they'll spend ample amount of time on folks trying to deploy every tactic in the guru's book to get them to sell you their house or sell them this car or whatever it is that you're trying to sell. Like literally, the, when you get so caught up in that, where it's hurting you is on the execution phase of it. And guys, I promise you, there's many, many other people out there that you can sell. Uh, there's 7.7 .7 billion people in this world. There is no shortage of that. Um, and if one person's not right, you need to quickly under, identify that. And it's not hard, guys. After you've done quite a few sales appointments, not you don't even have to do very many, you kind of get this little instinct of gut inside of you that when you're talking on the phone to somebody or you're even face to face, like you can usually tell very, very quick once you start getting into your service or you know, uh, explaining to them what you can offer if it's going to work or not. A lot of times by the tone of their voice, by their body language, you can tell if is this is, is this waste of my time or not. Okay. And you know, the thing that kills most salespeople or really stunts them from being able to excel in growth is they get so caught up in trying to save a deal that's never been there to begin with. So you have to just have that instinctive gut and just know guys, if you're being radically transparent, you know, the truth, you know, their, their, their tone of their voice, the truth's going to come out. And the moment you know that this person is completely uninterested in what you have to offer, it's not going to work for them. You guys are not going to be a fit. You're willing to walk away from the deal. Then, then just do it. Okay. Just do it. Move on to the next person. Okay. I promise you, if you keep that mindset and, and everything, if you, and the way you operate is by speed, speed, speed. Okay. So you quickly get in front of folks. Okay. If it's not there, great. If you can follow up with them, put them in a follow-up, but don't waste your time trying to sell folks that are not sellable. Okay. That stunts your execution. You're going to have minimal to little success 
if the way if the way you think about this, the way you operate is you're, you're trying to save everything that you can you can do. Because at the end of the day, you're not. Folks are either going to be right for your product or your service or they're not. So those are my three simple ways of how you can improve your sales today, guys. You don't have to memorize 50 different closes, five different introductions. This is real simple, guys. This is about being honest, be willing to walk away, and don't waste time selling people that are not right for you okay, or your product. Okay. That's just all, all that really is, is perspective. Okay. Just take it, you know, acknowledge it. And next time you get on a sales call, next time you go on a sales appointment, practice those three things. I promise you, you'll see some success faster than you did before. So this is me, Coleco signing off. I'll see you guys next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Don't forget to share this with a friend. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure to rate and review the podcast. And if you haven't subscribed, I'd really appreciate it if you do so. I'll catch you on the next one.